What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. And today I have the pleasure of being joined by the best striker to come out of Wolverhampton since Steve Bull, Joy Herbert, as we talk about his <laughs> upcoming fight. I, I, I knew you'd like, I knew you'd like that one. I knew you'd like that one. Uh, we're talking about his upcoming fight against Kyle Nelson. Uh, <laughs> UFC London, Joy, how are you today? <laughs> That was that was quality. <laughs> you you wouldn't get that out of these American journalists and stuff like that. Uh, you wouldn't get that out of them. So uh, how how is how has it been following Wolves over the last few years? It's been it's been a great time for you, hasn't it? Yeah, I've been a bit out of touch, you know, with the football for a couple of years. But um, I do try and stay in touch with the you know the Premier League and that and everything. Yeah, and um, yeah, man, Wolves been doing great, man. Fair play to them and that. Um, but yeah, man, they're doing doing bits it now. So Great. All, all good, man. Let's let's see how let's see how far they can take it. Yeah, new manager came in and has done pretty well. And get, getting rid of the old yeah. one was like, yeah, I wasn't sure about it, but it's worked out pretty well. So good time for Wolves and good good time for uh, the gyms around Wolves as well, and for yourself. Uh, not not too far away here now from UFC London. Only a couple of days out. How, how are you feeling? How was how was the camp con? Couple of weeks out, yeah. Camp on um, bang on, mate. Yeah, um, been pushing hard, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm just ready, man. Ready for a free free hard round. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, put on performance. I, I was went back and watched a few of your fights, obviously before we we started today, and I I was noticing like obviously you know your your fights back in the day, big crowds. Your last fight, big crowd. But then there was no one in the you know the two fights before that the empty crowds. How hard was that? Because it's it's just something you know when the fights were just happening, we were all kind of delighted because we'd know other sport and everything. But for you, what was it like fighting in front of empty crowds like that? Um, I don't know, man. It's been it's a, it's a bit of a weird one, man. But um, like the, because it, I didn't fight in like an arena, you know. So I feel like that would have been a bit different when you was in a, if you was in an empty arena. Whereas I was at like Fight Island and Apex, they're quite like um, it's quite uh, close, like quite uh, small. And there is people sort of in there that all the all the um, all the you know production crew. There's there is like certain people watching as well, so it still felt like quite intimate. But it still felt like there was a little bit of like a, not a crowd, but you know there was like, there was people there. You know it wasn't like I was in a massive arena and they look around and there's just empty seats. So. Um, it was a bit weird not hearing people cheering and stuff, but uh, you know, I was just glad to be able to fight, you know, and um, and, and you know, get my UFC debut and fight for the UFC. So I was just glad to get there, you know, get out there and keep 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 my career for, progressing. Some people absolutely loved it, and some people hated it. Do uh, you have a preference? Would you would you like to fight in front of no one again, or do you like the big crowds? Nah, I prefer the, I prefer the crowds. To be honest, I, I do love the crowd. I even though like. It doesn't really like affect me that much. It's just I just but it's just I just like to perform in front of people. That's all. But uh, yeah, definitely the crowd. I prefer the crowd every day. What was it like fighting in front of that London crowd the last time? Obviously, it was it, it was probably you know maybe see, even since UFC Dublin back in there, it was probably the best crowd since then. Just because of the wait, yeah. maybe for everyone to come back and the fact that we had the pandemic and you couldn't go to many sports and then it came back. It must have been insane to to be part of that. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was amazing, man. Uh, I remember walking out and looked up and I could see like oh, it was mass. It was like there was loads of people there, but uh, you know I was still focused on that. But it was it was just glad I was just glad to be part of that, you know. And I'm I'm even I'm even happy to be part of the next one as well. I want to ask you about the matchmaking because I feel like that's the first question you have to ask you because I don't think anyone in the history of the UFC has gotten harder matchmaking than you 
in their first few fights in the UFC. What have you done to Sean Shelby or McMahon or something to get these tough matchups? Uh, for, for you, what do you think about it when you see these names coming in? And it's like, like we look at, say, Ian Gary or Paddy Pimbit now, they're bringing them up slowly, giving them good names, you know, to drive them on. Whereas you, you go straight in there, you're fighting Mike Cano, Trinaldo, Taporia and Camawardi in your first four fights. If you were to say those four names that you would think someone ranked would be fighting guys, uh, you know, of, of that level, not someone just coming into the UFC. What, what, what's your thoughts on the whole matchmaking that you've gotten in your time in the UFC so far? Uh, it's been one of them ones, isn't it? Like, I just, I mean, sort of, I haven't got a massive following, like, on my Instagrams or whatever, so, um, I, my matchmaking is not going to be the same as someone who's got freaking... I don't know, you know, two five hundred Instagram followers or hundred Instagram followers. It's just I understand that it's a business, you know what I mean. But um, like they always say, like when you get in the UFC, there's no easy fights anyway. But like my, ma- my matchups have been a bit, I've, I've been, I've been a bit tough, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I've been, I've just been down to fight. But um, going forward now, like you know, you know, we should be getting, like I should be getting, like you know, matchups that are at the you know, the same people who've had the same fights as me or, you know, the same level or whatever. But, um, yeah, it's just it's just been, I don't know, man, it's just been a tough one, isn't it? I've done him now. It's, at the end of the day, it's been a blessing for me. I've gone in there for these top guys. So, like, I've got the experience. I know what to expect. Um, so, I can just only, I can only just use that and, and make, me, make me stronger, do you know? Yeah, I think so it's been, just, you know, it's been the thing, a lot, of, a lot of the UK fighters recently have been getting tougher matchups because of the Cage Warriors route and how tough the Cage Warriors route is to come through. Like you'd fought yeah, that's guys. Another, that's another reason. Yeah. Do you think that's it? Like, I, was champ- I was a champion in, in Cage Warriors, so like, I, I still see that as a, you know, a reason why you, you get you get given them, you know, good, good tough fights, like, you know, as uh, when you first get in there. So... It is what it is, man. It's um, I just use it as you know experience, and you use the experience and and build from it. So I'm I'm all good, man. For someone you know still relatively young in your career, you have a lot of experience against top level guys. You know those four people I mentioned, but also you know you fought Reese McKee, who was the Cage Warriors champion. Now you fought knocked out Joe McCulgan, who was the Cage Warriors champion as well. Had lots of big fights in Bam and Cage Warriors before you came there. Like, do you think that's yeah. something? Even though you know you obviously you know you've taken a few losses in the UFC see so far, you know a lot of people say records are for DJs and it'll stand to you as you go through kind of the, maybe the middle part of your career to get to your peak. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's the record. At the end of the day, nah. I mean, I want to win. You get me? I want to win these fights. I mean, at the end of the day, if you look at my the records, you just see it. You're, you're like, see, you say these fights I had in the UFC. Oh, I put on good performances and whatever, but I still lost freedom. And at the end of the day, if you look at my record or whatever or in the rankings, it goes. It's a, it's a loss there. So I, I need to be getting wins. So that's what I need to do moving forward. And I need to be fighting professionally and you know going out there to win and not just to KO people to go out there and win the fight so that's what I'll be doing moving forward you know uh, that that's very interesting because like you watch your fights and I'm I'm a big fan of guys fighting in the style you fight with really good crisp striking and lovely circling and your circling is you know it's absolutely brilliant but do you feel like that's maybe something you need to do more, more, more of? And you know, you get dragged into the fight sometimes. We see it. You know, I think Anthony Pettis is a great example of it. When he's circling, when he's striking, there's no one can beat him. But when he stops and he gets pushed up the cage, it, uh, pushed up against the cage, it gets very tough for him. Do you feel like you're one of those guys as well that you will, you're almost too inclined to get into a fight? Whereas when you stay to your kind of the basics, you're you beat anyone. Yeah, 
I think, uh, yeah, I think you, you bang on, you know, I do like to get into, involved now and again into fight, whereas I could just, you know, I could have just pick people apart for three rounds and just move and move and keep on moving and touching and moving. But, you know, I, I just get involved too much now and again. But um, sometimes you have to, man. You know, sometimes you can't, can't help it. But, you know, like I say, I need to start, I'm going to start, like, you know, mixing it up, using my grappling, using my footwork, my movement, just getting the win, you know, going out there to get Ws because that's, that's what I'm after now, Ws. I'm not bothered about performance bonuses, fucking big KOs. I'm going out there to get Ws now. That's what that's 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 my that's my new goal. Training team Renegade, obviously the gym has absolutely blown up over the last while and we we've, we've you know Leon's fighting for a title to come up by Ashka, but that again in a second. But how good is it to be training out of that gym with all the like the top quality fighters there? We see people coming up, you know, on the local scene through KJRs and other places, but in the UFC and Fabian and Bellator now as well. In, like to have that level there of grappling, like you know, Leon and Fabian are very good grapplers as well as very good strikers. That must yeah. be something that gives you confidence going against those guys. Hundred percent. Um, it's amazing. Like uh, the, the gym, definitely. Like you know, one of the best gyms in the world. The, the the amount of talent we got in there, and like people who fight on the top, like at the top level of, the, of this sport, it's it's incredible. You know, and um, I think we just we all we're all getting better from each other. You know, building, going from strength to strength. We're all working on each other's. Um, you know, we all help each other with our game as well. And we're all pushing each other. That's the main thing. So, man, it's just amazing. It's a, it's a special time to be part of it. And I'm, I'm so happy that I'm part of the, the team. When the gym kind of started or, or kind of changed to what it is now, everyone was talking about how, like, it's it's kind of a fighter-driven gym that there's no real head coach and you're all kind of training each other. Is it still that way or do you have a head coach now? What way does it work? Um, we, we, have, uh, we have a few different coaches. But yeah, we are like, like obviously there's a lot of pro fighters and we all know what we need to do. So, you know, but obviously the, like the striking sessions, the wrestling sessions, the jiu-jitsu sessions, they're all taken by like coaches, you know. Um, but, you know, there is a lot, there is a lot of, um, you know, stuff. You know, it's just, it's like we're all top, top level fighters, you know. And we, have, but we do have coaches there that, teach, that you know, take striking and the wrestling and then jiu-jitsu. Um, you know, but, you know, we all know what we need to do. You know, so we just get it done, <laughs> basically. That's a, that's a, what, you know you, what you didn't get is Leon fight uh, against uh, against Cameroosman. Would you give us a breakdown of how do you think it'll go? I reckon. Um, I reckon Leon gets the win. Yeah, I really do. I really think Leon gets the win. Um, I think Osman's going to look to wrestle with him. Uh, he might come out and look to strike him, but I, I think Leon's too 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 good for him on the feet. Too technical. Um, and then I think Austin is going to look to wrestle, um, and he'll he'll realise that how much better that um, Leon's grappling has got. You know, obviously the last fought, you know, he might have you know to fight. He might have, he's a he's a champion. He's going to have you know there's going to be both have successes in the fights. But I, I really I really feel like Leon's going to get definitely get the win. Yeah. I think he's he's just written in the stars, and I feel like the, the way the how he's progressed like in the past couple of years, it's, it's been phenomenal. So I'm looking forward to um, bringing the belt home. Be big for the area, big for the gym as well, wouldn't it? It'd be absolutely yeah. massive. So yeah, looking looking forward Crazy. to that. You're, so your fight against Kyle Nelson. What do you think of him? Has you have you gone back and watched his fights? Is that sort of fighter you are? Do you go back and you watch and analyze, or, or what way do you? Yeah, watch yeah, yeah. You have to watch the fight. You get a name. You can't just like not watch him. Like obviously, I watch it at the start of camp. I have a couple. I look at his fights. Um, but I'm not like watching him every week, you know. I'm going like really deep into all his fights, you know. I watch a few of his fights, um, 
you know, you, you pick up like the has habits he has and stuff, and you know all that kind of things. That's what every fighter does, and then you know, yeah, he's got. I think he's, you know, he's a tough fighter. He's, 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 um, he's pretty solid everywhere in the, in the, um, you know, in every area. Um, he's, he's a rough guy. He comes out really strong in the first um, round. So you know, you got to be um, very careful with him. So, but yeah, yeah, I feel like my, um, my skills uh, will just take over, and I'll, I'll, I'll get the victory. It's funny, you both have the exact same record in the UFC, but all finishes as yeah. well. And so it's funny that you kind of got ma- made against each other. I feel like the two of you are very fast starters as well. Is that something that will be a key here to start how the first two or three minutes goes could run the whole fight? Maybe. I think maybe you, you might be right, yeah. But um, like I said, I've been training. The, the, like now, the last past few weeks, we've, all, we've been training. Um, you know, to for a three round fight, and you know, tick, um, picking people apart. You know, not rushing my work. With the last couple of fights, I've been rushing a lot, and this is what I practice me not to do: rushing my work. You know, taking my time, and so that's that's what I'm. I'm that's what I'm going to implement come fight night. Well, haven't watched. Going back and watch all of his fights in UFC. He's he's very much a clinch fighter. I would say he's like, loves to fight yeah, out of the clinch. Yeah, well, what do you think of his clinching? How how hard is that to deal with when someone is like it's it's a I feel like in MMA maybe you can uh, you, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. It's maybe the easiest position to keep if you get me. It's like you can push someone against the cage, be very defensive, and hold someone there. And he does that a bit, and he you know he, he's knocked people out from there as well. So it's not a completely defensive position. But how hard is it to fight against someone like that who tries to be like very dominating in a very defensive position? Um, I feel. I feel like he, he's aggressive in the clinch. To be honest, not not really not as defensive. I mean, he likes to elbow off the break. He likes to strike off the break. He likes to clinch, but man, I, I like to clinch. But I like I don't know if you've seen some of my fights, but I've knocked out people with, with knees and shit and elbows in, in the clinch. So if you want to go, if you want to have a little clinch off, we can do that. Um, you know. So let's see. I started well, yeah, calling. I love, uh, a bit, I love a bit. I love a clinch as well, mate. Don't you worry about that. I started calling it dirty striking recently. I know dirty boxing's yeah. got a dirty striking. That, that could be a foot about sort of clinch. He looks like a very strong guy as well. What, what, like I, I'm not sure if he's clinching the clinch or clinching to wrestle. Do you think he'll be trying to wrestle you, or, or will it be all clinching? No, nah, I think he'll, he'll be looking to strike and that, and then I think he'll he will shoot shooting up to wrestle. Um, but I'm looking to do everything in this fight, you know. I'm looking to, if he wants to grapple, I'm looking to grapple too. Um, you know, like I said, I'm really for the three rounds, man. I only see I'll mix it up. Um, not just rushing, going for the, the big stunning KO, you know what I mean? I need to get W's. So that's how we, that's how we, this this one's gonna play out. And I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the win, you know, being smart in there. Um but yeah, if he wants to grapple, if he wants to clinch, you know, yeah, he's got he's got there's a few things he's got to look out for himself if he wants to do that. But uh, yeah, man, let's get, let's get it going. Nice. There's one thing actually I must ask you for, because I want to ask you for prediction as well. So two, two more things. I appreciate the time. You were, and, and this is a question, I don't know if you've been asked before, maybe you haven't, I, I didn't see it, but you were the person in the in the cage when the Herb Dean, Dan Hardy incident happened. And, yeah. you know, the you know the, the kind of the late stoppage, in, according to Dan Hardy and all. What was your take on that? As someone was like, it felt like you were the kind of the missing link there that no one kind of heard from when all this round was going on. What did you think of that whole situation and how Dan reacted and, and the stoppage itself? Uh, I didn't really. I mean, I think, like, it dropped me with a punch and I was like, I was like sort of protecting myself. 
And then he come down and he was throwing punches, but I wasn't really like, even though I stood up at the end, I think like the, it was a bit of a delay stoppage, but I don't know, man. I just feel like it was, you know, it, it, it probably was a, it probably was a, he should have stopped it in the end, I think, because I, I would have took some more damage I didn't need to, even though I was still there. Like I was, like I was trying to get up, but, um, you know, I don't know. I don't really know. I didn't really comment on it to be fair. Like Dan Hardy's and um, what he's saying, and that's to her. Maybe they shouldn't have like shouldn't have shouted at the at, at, like you know and said stuff to the ref. I don't know, but I feel like Dan was just he, he was just looking at a fight and thought like maybe the ref should like jump in and like, he was still um maybe he's, he, you know he, he was thinking about the fighter. So they both had like you know things that I can't really explain well, like, I understood where Dan came from and I understood like where Herb's coming from as well so but like I say I, I was just gutted anyway to lose the fight so I wasn't really bothered about any of that you know what I mean yeah, when like, all that was going I was just gutted about the fight yeah let them deal with that themselves I suppose but yeah. yeah you just deal with that mate I'm, yeah. I'm just gutted about losing this, this my, my debut you know what I mean after all points I was going I was doing it so well so last thing here, what's your prediction for, for the fight against Kyle Lanson? Uh, my prediction is I think it'd be a very fun first round and uh, I think you'll get him out of there. I hope he's not listening, but what's what's your thing? Yeah. <laughs> How do you think it'll go? Yeah, I think it'll be a, it'll be a, a, good, a good fun fight, man. Um, I feel like I will get him out of there in the third round. Second or third round, yeah, third round. Um, oh, that's going to... Is he, mate? I can, yeah, you're still here. It's all good. Mate, someone's bringing me in the screen. Sorry about <laughs> it's that. It's all good. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm predicting a third round um, um, win by guillotine. Guillotine? God, okay. We, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't sh- I can't get on your striker anymore, so I'll have to call you <laughs> the grappler, Jay. Uh, Jay, I appreciate the time. I'm looking forward to that. And if that happens, we'll, we'll have a good excuse. We'll have to put that clip up here. So if the third round really? guillotine happens, everyone get betting on that. Jay, I appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Best of luck in your fight. Nice one, Sean. Thanks for having me on.